what a day. We wake up, we think, you know what? Bucks get a win last night. Going to chat about it. Good win over the uh, over the Brooklyn Nets. A satisfying win over the Brooklyn Nets. I kind of took personal pride in watching LeBron and the Lakers fail yet again, even though I hate to see Darvin Ham go through the struggles that he's going through. Got a lot of Rodgers discussion today. And then... And then uh, David Stern steps down. And philosophically, I don't expect much to change regarding the Milwaukee Brewers and their managerial style. Um, It'll look a little different. uh, But the the word broke about, uh, I guess about an hour ago, David Stern's uh, done. He wants to step down. He's going to remain in an advisory role. What does this mean? Well, we all, the first thing everybody thinks of right away is to say, well, you know what? David Stern's stepping down. He's going to go to New York. Going to go to, go to New York. And um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but a, a big morning at American Family Field as David Stern's makes it official. He thanks Mark Atanasio for the last seven years. And uh, he's done a lot of good. I mean, do you look at David Stern's tenure as the general manager uh, and president and such of the Milwaukee Brewers, president of baseball operations. Do you look at all of that as the as a step forward? Do you look at that as um, a, a, a holding place? Or do you look at it as, you know what, you had a lot of talent. You made a lot of good moves. You ultimately failed. You know, you didn't get to a... A uh, championship. You didn't get back to the NLCS. Uh, the, you know, the, there's the underlying rumors that the Mark Antanasio gave the marching orders for Josh Hader, and David Stearns didn't agree with it, and therefore he said, you know what, I'm not going to manage a baseball team based on money. There, there, there's that process as well. Now, all of it will be denied, of course. All of it will be denied. But you wonder what's going on behind closed doors. Uh, he did high, you know, David Stearns, who is speaking as we speak, high, high praise for Craig Council and uh, the working relationship between him and Craig Council. Uh, but the, uh, but uh, I, I think there's two areas right now that David Stearns, obviously the New York Mets, uh, two areas. Uh, there's some talk about him possibly going back to the Houston Astros as their next general manager as well, even though that <laughs> that franchise is really solid. Uh, but a lot of things to discuss. So uh, if you want to chime in, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Bob, good morning to you listening to us in Florida and everybody on the Bud Light live stream. Good to have you. Thanks to those of you listening to us all throughout Parts Unknown, whether it's out in Madison, Milwaukee, um, all the way up in Viroqua, and our friends at Menominee Marinette, WDUZ, our big affiliate up in Green Bay, all the way down to Platteville and WPVL. Thanks to everybody for taking a listen to us this morning, but an interesting morning nonetheless. Our team, as many bites at the apple as we possibly yeah. can. The, the apple biting has begun, uh, and apparently the apple biting did not taste very well, which we all know. Oh, it's time for the big apple, Bill. Yeah. Yep. The uh, you would assume that's what's going to happen. 
That's that's the assumption. And he he, he still had another year left on his contract, didn't he, Ben? Correct yes, me if I'm wrong. I think he still does. I think the only out was if the Brewers made the World Series this season. So right. he said he's in an advisory role, which kind of seems like I'll be in the background if Dan Arnold wants to text me, he could text me. Then it feels like he'll go after this next season. Um, I envision it like a Madagascar situation where he shows up. Yeah. New York City, just right. like I pictured. I, uh, you know, it, nothing, you know, if you think philosophically things are going to change inside the walls of American Family Field, you're mistaken. Uh, Matt Arnold has, he's been David Stern's right-hand man pretty much from the beginning. So much like we know that Brian Gudekinst, who's been thrown into a completely different situation, um, it uh, it's not going to change. When Matt, Brian Gudekinst took over for Ted Thompson, there's a philosophy there. You take a lot from that philosophy. Um, so Matt Arnold's not going to get crazy different. It's not all of a sudden, um, you know. Um, by the way, David Stearns just said, I am not going anywhere. I'm going to be here in Milwaukee. Hmm. We'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> in classic uh, Brewers fashion, Bill, the yes. press conference is only streaming on MLB Network, which a guy right. like me does not have access to, but we will have cuts from it coming up yeah 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 brewers uh, the the difference between mlb and the nfl is every nfl team controls their own website mlb controls everybody else's that's the difference is mlb the boilerplate for all the all the um teams are run through mlb so you can insert your stories for your team, but when it comes to specific audios and videos and such, uh-uh, MLB owns it. They run everything with a very tight ship. Very structured and very strict um, when it comes to streaming certain things. And that's another reason people are turned off by Major League Baseball, quite frankly. Um, I... Uh, you know, now David Stearns did say that he's uh, looking forward to pursuing some other interests, but he also said, I'm not going anywhere. So we will see how long that uh, that lasts. X-Golf? Yeah, maybe that's what he's going to do. Yeah, maybe that's what he's going to do. Who knows? little X-Golf. Be nice. Get a swing down, that type of thing. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, go ahead and do it. You can also find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, uh, at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can also find us on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. We don't subscribe to any particular fan base when it comes to our ability for everybody to reach us. It doesn't matter how tall you are, short you are, where you're from, the color of your skin, your race, your religion, none of that kind of stuff. Everybody's welcome on this program unlike Major League Baseball, who says only people who pay. We don't make you pay. We're free. <laughs> we're free. As long as you got the internet, I guess. Uh, we're free. We're free everywhere. But then again, we're just, you know. Somebody told me, like, uh, you know, well, I don't want to go there because that's a bad analogy. It involves myself in prostitution, and I don't want to do that. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same things on Twitch TV and find us there. So anyway, uh, there you go. Um, Mark says, uh, does this mean they're actually going to make a few deals now or do you think it's going to be same old, same old? There's a budget to work with with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, and I I would be really, really, really interested to know. And this is just my opinion, but I would be really interested to know if the comments of Mark Atanasio shoved David Stearns out. That whole Josh Hader trade, it sticks with me. And Mark's comments saying, "Oh no, we were all in, even on Juan Soto, we were in." No, it wasn't about money. And I, for the life of me, I, I got to think if I'm David Stearns and I'm looking at Mark going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't want to pay this guy. This is the reason we're getting rid of him right now. You don't want to pay this guy. And you're throwing me under the bus to say, oh, no, we were in on Juan Soto. We were considering all of this. You know, I, I, I got to think. When the fire got hot and the realization of this trade sucks, when Mark Antanasio stood out there and would and just deflected the bullets, that that as the owner, knowing what the budgetary constraints are, and didn't say, hey, we've got to work within a budget, we've got certain things, because he didn't want to look like the bad guy, so he threw it on David Stearns. I, I got to think that didn't sit well, unless that was preplanned. Am I wrong there, Ben? When it's, Mark came out and said that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the allure to New York, I think, is clear. Like, we have felt that New York is a likely destination oh, yeah. for a while because the budget, Stephen Cohen's a madman. They'll throw money at everything. So I, it's hard for me to put the hater trade into all the context because he clearly drastically underestimated its impact on the clubhouse. But I really think he thought the players that were coming in, in Rodgers and even Matt Bush, another move, I think he thought he was helping the team. Like, I think he thought that was an actually beneficial move for this baseball team going into the future. So I, I wonder about the timing. I guess they want to give Matt Arnold a full year maybe before Stearns just goes with him still mm-hmm. around to get him used to it. But it, it kind of felt inevitable. I, I don't know about the Adonazio thing. I just think it's the general thought process of the Brewers, like, I, if you're Stearns, would you want to be in a place that throws money at everything they look at or a place that doesn't? That's pretty cool. Oh, clear. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I, I really, um, you know, you, you look at the hater trade. You got Burns and Woodruff coming up. Brewers getting into the postseason four straight years. The terrible Lorenzo Cain signing, which just it just early on it worked out, and then it just didn't. Uh, the Willie Adamas trade was really a solid one, bringing in Hunter Renfro after a disastrous Jackie Bradley Jr. There was a lot of good things that were done uh, by David Stearns, a lot of things that put him right. Um, but I. Uh, but ultimately, this year was a failure. I, and I just, there's a lot of things that we can discuss about what did and didn't work and, you know, good and bad. And for this franchise, and, and see, I go back, I remember, um, I remember when Ned Yost was hired. I remember sitting there in studio. Ned came, Ned called, came in. And he wanted to make the rounds, man. He wanted to he wanted to be on every radio program. He wanted to do things different. 
and be transparent. And he came in, and we were sitting there before his wife was sitting next to him, and before we even got into the discussion on the air, I said, what's the goal? And he said, we just need to get back to 500. That, that's the first thing. We just need to get back to 500. He didn't come in talking about, we're going to win a championship. None of that. He just said, look, you, you, you got you to walk before you run. We just need to get back to 500. So I remember those conversations. I remember that. So to be there and, you know, a decade and a half later, we're sitting here going, you know, we're, we're talking World Series, NLCS. I mean, this is where the expectations are every year. The expectations and what's gone on between Doug Melvin and David Stearns is phenomenal. It, it's, 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 it's a tremendous upgrade via the, the franchise compared to where others are. I, you know, I mean, you know, I, I grew up in Cincinnati and it was the living off the history of the big red machine and every year and you had to get there. And then, you know, Lou Pinella comes along and he changes the, 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 the thought process and damn, they won a championship wire to wire, the whole thing. They beat the mighty uh, Oakland A's and, you know, and then every year since they've been trying to get back to that. They just can't, you know, but the expectation is we need to get it. Now their expectation is, can we just get to 500? You know, the Cardinals, they, every year they were winning championships. They continue wanting to get back, and then they had a little bit of a downturn, and now they're back, you know. And, but that expectation has always been there because they've always had a really good farm system. They've had good organizational philosophy. They've had money to spend, a little bit bigger market, not huge, but a little bit bigger market, and they've, they've done things the right way. We feel like in Milwaukee for a Brewers fan base, we've done things the right way. So I just, I wonder what moving forward with Matt Arnold, what that philosophy is going to be if Mark Antanasio is going to say, we need to really do things the right way. Or if this begins with the talent they've grown, the budgetary cuts that are about to come and flipping the tables back into the, hey, we're going back to the big rebuild days. Now the Cubs have had to do it and they're a large market team. They act like they're small market, but they're a large market team. But I, I don't know if fans, if Matt Arnold came out today and said, hey, you know what, we've got some really tough decisions to make. Because you don't want to hang on to one pitcher and not the other. You don't, you don't want to supplement, you know. You're either in it or you're not. And then you have some decisions to make. There are some really tough decisions ahead for this franchise over the next year or two. And you really, as a Brewers fan, you got to look at yourself and say, okay, what can I accept and what direction are they going? Which is why I think complete transparency from the ownership group right now, or more so Mark Atanasio, needs to be, need, need, needs to, need, needs to be out there. You know, I think some of the failures that this franchise has had is more on ownership than it is on David Stearns. But, Today's a, an impactful day in the sense that Matt Arnold, the new general manager and or president of baseball operations for the uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, the Brewers president of baseball operations, David Stern, stepping down today. We're going to talk some about the Bucks win last night. We're going to talk about the Packers. And if you didn't hear Aaron Rodgers' presser yesterday, we're going to get portions of that today. He very much stood up and directly 
uh, directly took on all the questions regarding the comments that he made on the Pat McAfee show, which I found interesting. We discussed a little bit last night in case you missed it. Uh, it is up on a lot of the podcast pages and over on YouTube and on Twitch TV as well. If you missed the huddle last night, but we, you can kind of go there and rehash it if you choose to do so. But uh, stick around. we got a lot to get to today. Brewers making changes. Bucks get a win. Packers uh, back on the practice field again today. Badgers have a bye this week. we got a lot, a lot of stuff going on. This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be right back. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. My thumb is hurt. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on, and yesterday uh, during his presser, uh, we heard Matt LaFleur. He had talked about how, you know, the words that Aaron Rodgers stated on the Pat McAfee Show were discussed, and Matt said, hey, look, I've talked with Aaron. He's he's right. You know, it's about accountability. It's about guys taking responsibility. It's about coaches fixing a lot of the problems and a lot of the details and such. Okay, gotcha. However, there were some nationally wise. Uh, it, it divided people. You either love Rodgers or you hate him, and those that hate him said it was stupid, and those that love him say he can't do any wrong. It was the middle, the in-between, that then became divided over whether or not he should have or shouldn't have said anything on the Pat McAfee show specifically. But I found it more interesting for analysts and former players and such who spoke out and said, hey, you know, you guys inside that locker room know who is not performing. He is now kind of empowering the coach or, or, you know, implying that the coach needs to start sitting guys. And if you're going through the film, guys behind closed doors, they know, everybody in that room knows who you're talking about. So now Rodgers is coming out saying, you need to sit. You need to lose reps. So... There was a lot of former players that took issue with what Rogers said. So Rogers went to uh, the media yesterday, which is his normal Wednesday after practice media session, and kind of doubled down on some of the things that he had to say. Kind of doubled down. So T.J. Lang, a former Packer, former Packer, said... Uh, some things on Twitter basically saying, you know, hey, it it doesn't help a lot of the young teammates. It doesn't help a lot of their confidence. You know, when you say that, you know, he he kind of felt a little iffy about, you know, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show airing things out. Here's Rodgers' reaction to that. Uh, Should be accountability. You know, there's accountability for all of us. So, you know, if you're making the right plays, you're in the right spot at the right time, you're going to get opportunities. If you're not, you know, there's there's consequences. And I think uh, we can all agree on that. Okay. He didn't want to throw – he liked T.J. He likes T.J. Lang. He didn't want to throw T.J. under the bus, I don't think. But he's right. He talks about accountability, but it was more about airing it out on the McAfee show. And he said on the McAfee show that other players, okay, if, you know, guys aren't getting the job done, then other players deserve a chance. But the question then becomes, hey, Aaron – Who's left? <laughs> uh, I saw Bad Moon rising here. Uh, so I don't know if he can play or not. But, 
No, you know, there should be accountability with, uh, you know, with our guys. There is. There is accountability. Um, you know, Sammy was on a pitch count, obviously, last week, so we couldn't get more plays out of him. But, um, you know, we'd like to get Sammy back, though. Hopefully Christian can play this week. Um, but they're just, when you're struggling on offense, you got to look at everything in the details. Um, when there's just, you know, there's been too many, uh, you know, it seemed like simple uh, mental errors. And, you know, I'm not a robot up here. So I think people in this uh, society have a hard time hearing the truth sometimes. So uh, I'm going to hold guys accountable. Matt's going to hold guys accountable. Brable's going to hold guys accountable. JD's going to hold guys accountable. Ben's going to hold guys accountable. Steno and Buckus going to hold guys accountable. And we need guys to to focus in on the mental part of this. So in that statement, he starts out by kind of saying, well, bad moon rising. In other words, you don't have an answer for guys that need to get playing time. You made a statement. You're, you're asked specifically about it. And he talks about, you know, Andre rising. It's just like, okay. Um, but he's right. It's about holding guys accountable. I think now that uh, you, you get involved, and I've always called it the eye of the tornado, everything is spinning around you, man. Everything. And in the middle of the tornado, it's pretty calm. And then everything comes back again, you know. I think sometimes you need to step outside of that and get away from it. And now that things have kind of begun to settle down after the comments on Tuesday, the flurry of questions yesterday, you think about it today. The bottom line is this. You're not playing good football. There's something, and, and this was the question and the theme that ran through the huddle last night when I talked to Grant Bills, I talked to Mike Clemens, I talked to Kevin Holden last night, and I continue to talk to people, and I did a couple of shows this morning nationally. And, you know, the question is, okay, look, is this a bad roster? Is it a bad roster? I mean, defensively, you brought Devondre Campbell back, had a hell of a season. Everybody would assume, yeah, you bring him back. Kenny Clark, all pro, yeah, you bring him back. Dean Lowry, yeah, he's probably over his skis contractually a little bit, but he had a decent season last year, had a better season. T.J. Slayton, really big body, but you brought in Jerron Reed for depth and backup. And then you drafted Walker and Wyatt, you're like, boy, okay. You just got better. Two guys off of a national championship defense that was dominating. You got Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. And this whole thing about, well, they're they're really missing Zedarius. Zedarius was kind of a, a leader of glue. He, he was a leader of men. You need that on the defensive side. He, he was the guy that drug Preston Smith to the Smith brothers' presser. He was the guy that spoke for the defense. Jair's not. Adrian Amos isn't. They're both quiet man so who's your who's your leader kenny clark he's quiet he's a quiet guy he doesn't talk a whole lot devondre campbell doesn't talk a whole lot who's your leader you know but we believe that that defense is a pretty good roster you look at the offense you finally got elton jenkins playing back at the left guard Bakhtiari hopefully will be back you don't know what's going on with him yash nyman at the right tackle position john runyon Josh Myers, that's solid, right? The two-headed running back, you got two good running backs, right? We, You look at the roster, you assume it's a good roster. Tight end, eh, you know what, could always be upgraded, but Robert Tanyan's a hell of a pass catcher. He's a good weapon, right? 
good blocker Mercedes Lewis, you're there. You brought Randall Cobb back for veteran experience in the slot. Lazard's a good route runner, but he's not a number one. The only area of deficiency that we saw consistently was the wide receiver position. But otherwise, you got a pretty good roster. So why is it so bad? There is something innate that you can't put your finger on inside 1265 right now. Something's wrong. There is a divisiveness. And I think that's what some people are pointing to going, Aaron, you're not making it any better. You know, when he was asked about the propensity for this team to win and win a lot of ball games and find themselves in the postseason, when he said, you know, you're GD right, we can, I, I like that. And I like the fact that he does call people out and talks about accountability. I think that's what we as fans all say. But maybe, maybe you kind of keep it behind closed doors. Because right now, this this game coming up on Sunday night, this is a what I call a tipping point game. There's, there's one of three directions you're going to go, and uh, one of them is horrific, one of them is bad, and the other one is wonderful. You don't have a lot of room, wiggle room, so to speak. 877-867-1670. We're going to hear more from Aaron Rodgers when we come back, but I want to, get you, I want to start getting your thoughts on this. 877-867-1670, because I think it's a very fair question. Do you believe, short of the wide, leave the wide receiver position out of it, do you believe this is a good roster? Think about that. Leave the wide receiver position out of it. Do you think the rest of this is a good roster? This portion of the program brought to you by, like, Great Lakes Dragaway. 2023, right around the corner, get yourself a season pass for dad, mom, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever likes vroom, vroom. There you go. That's our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. Again, greatlakesdragaway.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Well, I mean, we're always correcting stuff. You know, we, we meet with the receivers. We're, we're going over certain things. We're detailing up the plan. Um, but it comes down to being able to execute in the moment. And I think that's some of the growing pain, pains with, with young players. Um, but we all should be able to handle criticism. That's the nature of our job. You know, everything that we do is scrutinized from myself on down to the young players. And getting used to dealing with that in a positive way is important, whether it's coming from one of you people or from me or from Matt. Um, we need to uh, you know, be able to be coachable, all of us. Welcome back! Bill Michael Show continues on. Good to have you on board. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, we'll start uh, kind of taking some phone calls coming up here shortly regarding uh, some of this. Um, also, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, after yesterday's practice, was asked specifically, you know, what does he feel it's going to take to get past uh, a lot of the mental errors of this team? Time. You know, we we have a schedule. We're creatures of habit. But when we leave this place, uh, we got to be making sure we're doing the right thing when we're home. Uh, some of that's watching films. Some of that's studying the plans. Some of that's studying ourselves. Uh, but 
we got to make sure we're ready to go every single day we step in the building. That's the statement that I think speaks the loudest. It's he talks about all the mental errors. He talks about guys losing reps and stuff, but that's that's the one that everybody kind of went, oh okay, but no 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 no. Wait a minute, back it up. That's the one. It's not about what you do in the building. It's about who's putting in the actual effort to get better. You can't just sit here and say, I'm going to get better, I'm going to go to practice, and then you go home and you play video games all night. Or you binge watch something all night. No, 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 no. This is what he's talking about. It's That's the stuff it's going to – That's to me, that's the loudest statement of all. It's like if you're not putting in the work, you don't, you're don't. you not doing us any good. It's not just about walking through the doors at 1265. It's about going home at night. So that was the next, that was the next question, and that answer to me spoke the loudest. It's not about going to practice and thinking you got it figured out and talking to coaches and they kind of circle some things and whatever. It's taking, it's taking that, that Surface Pro home or whatever it is they use on a daily. It's about taking all that stuff home. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I want your thoughts. Um, he talked about having, uh, you know, the question was, you know, on Saturday nights, you used to meet with your Michael Finley and... You know, with some of these young guys, and again, I, I cringe at the word young guys, unless you're talking about strictly Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson, and maybe getting on the the same page with Sammy Watkins. But do you need to do that? Is it time to do it again with this particular group? Like Kevin Garnett said, anything's possible. Uh, whatever it takes to win. If that's necessary, then, then uh, we'll step up uh, some of those meetings as well. And then he was asked, would it have been better and this is this is the one that I had stated. I said, look, I don't have a problem. If he's saying something on McAfee that's already been stated behind closed doors, I don't have a huge problem with it because that means you're being honest about everything. And we always look for that. We're always appreciative of that. So would it have been better? The question was, would it have been better to call out guys privately instead of saying anything on the Pat McAfee show? I do do it privately. I'm not saying anything on Pat that I'm not saying to those guys. You know, maybe that's, you know, talking about a conversation that's behind closed doors in public. But, you know, the level of accountability is the standard here. And, again, I don't think it's it should be a problem to any of those guys to hear criticism. Uh, we all hear criticism in our own ways. And we all got to be okay with it and take it in and process it. And if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. But if it fits, we got to... We got to wear it and improve on those on those certain things. Again, I, I said it, I'm not you know I'm not going to be a robot up here. You know I don't, I don't understand why people have a problem with things that are truthful. You know I'm calling things the way I see it. People don't think I need to air that stuff out. That's their opinion. But I'm doing what I think is the best interest of our guys. And I've tried a lot of different things from a leadership standpoint this year. You know I was just relating my personal feelings on the situation. I didn't call anybody out by name. I think we all need to to be on the details and. That includes me. If I need to have one-on-one extra conversations with those guys during the week, then I'm going to do that. And we have done that to an extent. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not just putting one or two guys on, on blast. I'm, I'm alerting everybody that this hasn't been good enough and we all got to do a little better job. You know, if, if one of those guys has a problem with it, I'm right here. You know, I'd love to have a conversation. I enjoy those conversations, you know. 
I enjoy any type of uh, conflict like that because I know the resolution on the other side is going to make us, uh, you know, a better unit, a better friendship, a better cohesion on the field. But nobody's come to me and said, I got a problem with what you said. I think everybody knows, Matt included, uh, that, you know, everything's got to take a little uptick, get a little better. There you go. There's your money bite. I haven't said anything on the McAfee show that I haven't said here. Everybody seems to be in agreement. I've talked to guys privately. I've talked to guys in the locker room. I've taken many different types of leadership roles this year. I did what I feel was the best interest of our team. Now, maybe he's taken it upon himself to do something more over and above what the coaches do. Maybe he's already talked to him about that. We don't know. But... Um, I, I don't have a huge issue with it. And I think on one hand, we talk about red China, nobody ever saying anything, nobody giving us any information. And when Roger says it, it's everybody freaks out. I think it's easy. I think this team is exactly what he said it is. It's a team that's not getting the details down. I think, and going back to, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here, uh, looking at Greg over on the Bud Light livestream, Greg says, uh, my perception is the roster's good, but they seem to be trying to change my mind. Uh, Scott says, I think it's a great roster, both offense and defense, but they have all played, they have not all played and executed, oh, they have all played and executed a lot better at times. Um, George says, if Rodgers would have said everything's blah, 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 everything's okay, everybody would be hitting or hating on him for not being honest or for blowing smoke and 100% uh, agree. Uh, Thomas says Aaron doubling down on what he said tells me he didn't like the response that he got. Um, Said it's got to be, Rick says it's got to be a lot to do with coaching rather than the talent. And Watcher said he's also calling out LaFleur. I agree with him on the fact that the team is definitely not playing to its potential. Um, I All of that's correct. And it sounded like Matt LaFleur had already had this discussion with him. It didn't sound like there was like this some major difference of opinion here between these two. I think what he, he, he might even be doing is maybe backing up his coach. Remember, when he talked a couple of weeks ago, he, he had a lot of praise for Matt LaFleur, how hard they worked, the game plan, which he called a really good game plan that they put together. And if you look at some of the mistakes, guys not knowing where to go, not knowing who to block, some of maybe the calls from Josh Myers and in the blocking scheme and such. I mean, some of this stuff, maybe, maybe it's just guys just being wrong. Maybe the scheme is great. I don't necessarily agree with all of that because I think they bail on things a little bit too early. But maybe the scheme is great, and it's just poor execution for whatever reason. And so Rodgers is finally going, you know, hey, coach, I'll call people out. I don't care. You don't, you you can't because you don't want to lose anybody, but I can do it. I don't give a damn at this point. I, I don't want to go down uh, like this if this is my last year or maybe next year is my last I don't want to go down like this. I don't have a problem with that. 877-867-1670. Opening up the phone lines when we come back. Stay tuned. We're going to open everything wide open. Give me your thoughts on this, and then I want you to answer the question. Answer me honestly. Do you think this is a good roster? That's the other question. 
Don't forget Paul Charchian coming up here in a little bit. Charch is going to give us some fantasy football advice. And I need a little bit, as a matter of fact. I'm hanging in there, though. But I need a little bit. I'm sure you do as well. Give us a shout because it's been a really topsy-turvy weird year when it comes to fantasy football. So get your fantasy football questions in today. It's Thursday. You know, I kind of I, I kind of got lost after last night's huddle. I came home. I was in a fog, man. I was watching some stuff on the tube. I watched the end of the Bucks game, went to bed, slept like a rock last night, got up and did some stuff today. I keep thinking today's Friday. Today's Thursday. Charge is coming on today. Get your fantasy football questions in. 877-867-1670. Don't forget about our friends over there at the Growth Law Firm. Uh, they are bikers right here in the state of Wisconsin, and they take care of us bikers. So if you, uh, if for whatever reason, need, a, need an attorney, need a law firm to back you up, go to growthlawfirm.com. That is growth, G-R-O-T-H, growthlawfirm.com. That's growthlawfirm.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.